This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In a noisy, stressful world, quiet is the most valuable commodity. And the cabin of every Lincoln vehicle is designed with this principle in mind. Should you desire a little more melody, our available Revel Audio system will not disappoint. The very same engineering that makes for a whisper-quiet interior provides a studio-like setting in which to rock out to your music, finding harmony all around you. That's the power of sanctuary. And that's Lincoln. Revel and the Revel logo are trademarks of Harmon International Industries registered in the United States and other countries. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. Yes, we're here. We're in a studio. We're recording. Finally, another episode. Jay and I have been busy, man. It's eating season. Yes, it's definitely eating season. Oh, I got chili cheese Frito on my breath. Yeah. Oh, that's going straight into the best part is it goes straight into your mic muff, so you'll be able to taste it again tomorrow. Well, there have been worse things into this muff, that's for sure. Also, the name of my sex tape. Yes. <laughs> There's been worse things into this muff <laughs> than Jay Zawoski's story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is Jay Zawoski. You can follow him on Twitter at jayzawoski670. I'm Recamp at Recamp670. Follow the pod at I'm Fat Pod, And make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and every platform that you have. So it's been a while, but yeah. we're going to get right into it because it's been a while. We have a lot of questions, a lot of your Ask Fat questions we want to get to. But we, I know we have some stories to start out today, and it, it brings a gleam to your eye oh, that your daughter... Mm-hmm. is getting into the culture. Yes. She understands, and she's participating. Well, she's not fat by any measure. Right, she's a normie. At, yeah, she's a normal child. You know, like a normal little kid tummy and stuff, because she's not doing sit-ups or anything. So I've got two stories about my daughter, all of which happened within the last week. We went out to eat um, the other day, ordered up... Uh, where were we? I'm trying to think of where that was, where we had cheese sticks, mini corn dogs. Nice. As an appetizer plate. And my daughter was eating those, and then took a bite of the mini corn dog... The hot dog came out. The cheese stick she had eaten, the cheese came out. She looked at the cheese stick breading and the hot dog and put them together. So she put the hot dog in the cheese stick breading and took a bite and just rolled her eyes in the back of her head like that was the smartest thing I've ever done. And I had the single tear of pride roll down my cheek. That's fantastic. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of innovation. It was like, how had I not thought of that? Right. I was almost ashamed of myself. Like, what other things can I stick inside a mozzarella stick shell? The name of my other sex tape. (laughs) 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 I mean, there's so many, like, cheese is perfect. Oh, yeah. See, here's the problem with cheese sticks. You could have just stopped that cheese is perfect. Well, it's not really a problem. But here's the thing with cheese sticks. Inevitably, 
when you order them, mm-hmm. there's the shame in ordering them when you're out with friends, right? Because there's some uh, people that are sometimes with you that are not like that, and you're like, God, I don't want to be the fattest person ever with my friends here. There's that. They're expensive as an appetizer. Yeah, that's a problem. You usually get like four. Which is BS. Right. And it is immediately the the item you do not want someone to steal from you. I used to say like a single chicken McNugget stolen is the equivalent of like 15 french fries. Like if you're going to take a nugget, I need like a quarter of your order of fries to equal up the value of a McNugget. Stealing a cheese stick because of the factors I mentioned, that's like a friendship ruiner. Don't take my cheese. If you want cheese sticks, order your own damn cheese sticks. Don't take my, oh, can I have one of those? No, you can't. I have four of them. And this, th- these cheese sticks are the reason for my existence right now. Mm-hmm. There is nothing more important to me at this moment than these piping hot cheese sticks in front of me. If my daughter was on fire, I would take a cheese stick, put it in my mouth, and then go save her. <laughs> I mean, I would react quickly, but the, a cheese stick would be like, damn, I don't want that to get cold. Let me take that real quick, and I'm going to go save her from this fire. But do not take my cheese stick. Do not. Now, how do you feel about, like, the cheese triangle? You know what I mean? Where it's, like, it's basically a cheese stick, but it's more, like, I forget if it's Giordano's. I think it's Giordano's that has the triangle. Aren't they, like, mac and cheese filled, though? Like, they're not exactly the same thing. I don't think I've had, like, no, an No, they're mozzarella. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of places, like, barbecue, a lot of barbecue joints will have, like, mac and cheese bites. Yeah. Just because they complement so well. Yeah. There's a place by me, uh, Patelli's, they have homemade mozzarella sticks where it looks like they just lay it out they lay out and it's it's basically a roll up oh god so yeah. you get the so you get the little bit of bread throughout the entire thing those are incredible i i will say there was one time and it only happened one time that i got three orders of them for myself because of course there are only four i figure <laughs> if i'm not getting a burger then a burger or a hot dog or whatever then i've got to get that many more mozzarella mozzarella sticks you brought up an interesting concept Food currency. Oh, I like that. How many fries make a McNugget? How many hot dogs make a cheese stick? Or how many other yeah, way I see around? What you're saying. No, you're right. To me, so I think the way we have to do this, as we stumble upon this organically, yeah. organically, babe, we have to find that this might be for our next episode, but we have to find like the value of the food. Because I mean, all the things I mentioned with cheese stick is the the limited quantity you get, the overall cost of it, and the taste value. Yes. That's what makes a cheese stick the most valuable. I think we need to take down this stuff and find a member of the fat community that's also like a sabermetrician or something that can help us out <laughs> yes. with this. So, And also, Babe. your suggestions. What should be some of the food currency that we take into effect on this podcast? Tweet us at I'm Fat Pod. Tweet either of us as well. And so I know you have another Addy story. I'll inject my story here. It's also, eh, works as a food term. That's also the name of, of, of my sex tape. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. So I did... Last Thursday, the CLTV show Sports Feed that a lot of us around here at The Score have uh, guested on. And it was my first time going there. So I'm getting lunch ahead of time, and I drop something. I'd gotten back to the car. I had, of course, gotten the, the last refill before you go to the car. And it dropped something. So in that moment of panic, as you drop something, I tensed up, which meant I squeezed oh. the container, the cup that had the pop in it, and the pop went over my dress shirt. My dress shirt, that was the only dress shirt that I brought. Or own. (laughs) Or own. So as a fat, away from the house, having to bank on a place like Target 
to find something that's going to be from the big and tall section. Freaked out, texted my wife, what should I do? Worst case scenario, I go on there in my Sonics NBA Jam t-shirt and my jeans. <laughs> There's been worse things cool. weren't on that show, by the way. Right. Tim Tim Baffo in the uh, Jackie Moon uh, tr- Flint Tropics full uniform. Um, you've also had people oh, chewing gum and struggling with an iPad on that show. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you wouldn't have been the worst up. But tar- let me to tell White you. Shouts Dave. Fat pro tip. The Target dress shirts. Uh, the brand is maybe Morona might be the brand. I think that sounds that sounds right. Yeah, like the button down dress shirts. They come pinned. You know, you buy mm-hmm. a dress shirt that's all pinned on, on like the board. Very good for the fats. Lots of neck space. Just the the, the standard double X. Yeah, gives you plenty of room and the gut area and the back area. Lots mm-hmm. of neck space. I can button it without a button extender. Nice, which is super rare for me. And um, th- the only thing is like I'm. Long torso, short legged. The problem is the arms on them are a little long. Yeah, like I, I guess I, I'm similar that way. Yeah, but um, for like twenty bucks, if you're ever in a jam and need a dress shirt, Target. That's, that's exactly where I went. Yeah. And and while they didn't have my exact size, I was able to get something like I ended up. I normally a two XLT, so it's extra large and the tall. However, they had a three X. 3XTB, it was tall and big, which I'm like, isn't that just like a 4X? So it, it looked <laughs> That's big. That's a lot of letters. It looked big on me, but which is a rare occurrence anyway, but it was like passable enough yeah. for this. So I was like, fine, whatever. Paid for it, got there, and just like exhaled. Like, okay, that yeah. is frightening for a fact. I had a similar similar experience. I was going on the Comcast Sportsnet or NBC Sportsnet show, mm-hmm. and it was like late spring in the 60s. Yep. I'm like, it's not bad. I'm going to walk there. Mm. Big mistake. So I had the uh, full suit on, and my dress shirt was like, not light, not like powder blue, but like a, like a Detroit Lions blue. Okay, like a Honolulu blue. Yeah, so I'm my head starts sweating, right? I'm like, damn it. Like, I'm sweaty. It's all right. I'll get there. I'll cool off. It'll be fine. What I didn't realize is my entire collar was stained oh. from the sweat. So I had to go to... And then the other thing is, like, as you're frantically trying to solve this problem, all you're doing is making yourself sweat more. Yes. Right? So I'm in the bathroom at Comcast Sportsnet holding my shirt collar underneath the hand dryer. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those, like, person breathing on your hand intensity hand dryers. Like, yes. I'm like, this is not getting it done. Only slightly less creepy, at least. Yes, exactly. But, um, oh, man, that was a nightmare. But it's funny. You, you, I think you mentioned on the podcast before, you're typically a, a spare shirt guy. Yes. Just in general. I hate dressing up so much that I was like, oh, fine. I got something that fits. Whatever. Yeah. Don't care about color. Anything else. Just it fits. So I was like, good. I got something. I'm set for this. I wasn't planning on putting the dress shirt on until close to the last minute. That's what I did. And I still messed it up. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, you recovered well. Decently enough. At least there is a target right there in Addison. If you yeah, yeah. That's exactly where I Clutch. went. That's good. That, that, I mean, it could have been worse, but yeah, I'm glad you were able to over. Did you return a shirt? Yes. Good job. Yes. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what no. do I need two dress shirts for? Get right. this out of my life. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Let's not be crazy. I mean, it is me. Yeah. All right. And you have another ad. Addie has shown herself again oh. to the fat community. Well, this is influenced by her friend. Uh, I'm not going to name names because why? Uh, so we started our winter workouts this this weekend with uh, Homewood Softball. And my buddy Micah is one of the coaches. And at the end of practice, he's like, okay, girls, what we're going to do is, because some of these girls are pretty new. So they run the bases. And when they get to each base, they shout out which base they're at. Just so they can learn to identify the bases. And it's a good way to run and have fun and laugh and stuff. Yeah. So... 
Micah's like, all right, let's go. First base, second base, so first lap. So he's heading towards home. He's like, one more time. So they start running. As we get the, the girls get the second base, my daughter and his are walking. And I'm like, don't be those people. Come on. Like, don't be like me. Don't yeah. be like I was where I was a kid where, like, we were doing laps at practice and I was the one walking in. Yep. Uh, that was me for sure. And I'm like, come on. You're not going to lose to an old man in a race. You're not going to lose to a, your almost 41-year-old dad. I'm like, let's go. So I start running. I run round third and I slide into home and I stand up and look and they're still rounding third walking. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Like, don't be this way. That's how I was. Like, as a kid, I didn't care. Yeah. But now, like, as an adult, it's, like, caused me all sort of psychological, like, why didn't I have the work ethic? Like, why couldn't I just dedicate myself? All all this, all the crazy psychological crap mm-hmm. that goes through your head as a fat person. I'm like, don't do this to yourself. I think she was just doing it to be funny and to be with her friend. And they're both the coach's daughters. So they feel like they get special treatment. But I was, like, funny in my head. But I, in the moment, I was like, you're running. Yeah. Like, you are definitely running all the time. You're not getting special treatment. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was a little bit. Uh, I was the same person too. Yeah. And then like, it's funny you going with uh, my dad's philosophy on everything. Do you really want to be like me? <laughs> <laughs> like all the time. Well, my, see, the, the thing is I keep telling Addie, like she is me. Like she, uh, we both have like, when I say obsessive, I don't mean like obsessive compulsive, like wash our hands, but like we have very one track minds, right? Like if she wants to, you know, play with the, our phones, like she'll do anything she can to play with the phone. Yeah. Like what if I do that? Like she has to reach that goal. And I was very much like that as a kid, like one track mind. And I can see the way her mind works, like building up scenarios or like building her map to the conclusion she wants. Okay. And I, I just look at her and I'm like, you can't trick me. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I know exactly what you're doing. I know exactly what you're... And my wife looks at me like, how'd you know that? I'm like, because it's me. I would draw the same map to this conclusion that she's drawing. That's awesome. See, those are the kind of, like, those are the kind of things that, like, I look forward to whenever parenthood happens. Not anytime soon, I would think, but, you know. All right, and before we get to your questions, your Ask a Fact questions. Yeah. There's a really disturbing story that came out. Yes. From the CDC saying that it is not okay anymore to eat raw cookie dough. What? I'm speechless. I'm without speech. I will tell you one thing. The CDC can kiss my ass. Yeah. Like, look, I know there's plenty of room for it. Thank you. You probably (laughs) should not consume an entire roll of cookie dough. Uh, for any reason. In one sitting. I get right. You go out and take a break. <laughs> oh look, half a roll of cookie dough. <laughs> As we do at the donuts and yes. the cookies. But I get that. I know there's raw eggs in it, but nothing like one of the great memories in my life is like when my mom would be making chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. and you get to lick the batter. Yes. The other name of my sex tape. <laughs> um, but like, so you'd have, you know, yeah, baseball inspired. <laughs> you'd, have the, you'd have the hand mixer. Yeah. Right. With like the two, I don't know, you call them like the whippers, the yeah. sticks with the whippers on them. And the, that chocolate chip cookie dough would be there. Mm-hmm. There'd be some chips. And then like you would, you would taste the cookie dough and there'd be like a little bit of a sugary crunch to it. Yeah. Like, God, that is the best. Yep. That is like the best food memory there is. And uh, Bernstein mentioned it today on uh, Bernstein and McKnight. The United Center has a dessert cart that has like edible cookie dough. Like just here's really? a bowl of it. So I've never, yeah. I've never experienced the United Center. Oh, my God. Uh, why was dessert I, rack. I think of why I was in a suite for the. We uh, need to get. How do we not, how do we not get or? that? I forget what it was. Do we not have a suite? For bowl stuff? I don't know. That's... If they, if we do, we don't get to use it. Shocking. Um, but 
whatever it was, I forget. But they brought, so I had this big plan, like, okay, here's what I'm going to get. And then it came. And I'm like, wait, yep. cookie dough is an option? I'm having that. That's what I'm having. And it was phenomenal. And then, I, I don't know if you were here that day, there was a company that was selling edible cookie dough. They were advertising on a station. Okay. And they brought some samples in. Are you serious? Yeah. they come. In, you can get them at Meyer. I've seen them at Meyer. They come in little cups. And there's like oh. basic chocolate chip. There's like funfetti, all these different flavors. And they're, of course, like perfectly safe to eat. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm believe it or not, I'm diabetic. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I am like l- conscious of the sugar content in things. So sure. like your average candy bar is like 20 grams of sugar, like 25. Okay. Like a can of Coke is like 37. Oh. Okay. So like that's high, but not like fatal, right? Sure. A tub of, and when I say tub of this cookie dough, it was like a small like uh, yo plate yogurt. Oh. Cup. Okay. Maybe maybe even a little bit smaller. Okay. It was like 75 grams of sugar. Because I had one. I'm like, I'm going to have another. Yeah. It was so good. Sure. And I'm like, well, I should probably check. And I was like, oh, I should not have had one. Yeah, that was bad. Uh, But it was amazing and it tasted really good. So if you are not uh, one of those watching the sugars, treat yourself and have one of those. They're they're really good. But it just sucks. We've been told our whole lives not to eat cookie dough. Right. Or too much of it. And I get it, but... I want to, and right. if that's how I die, then so be it. So my mom would always make more cookie dough than she intended on baking initially, and she would freeze it. So oh, what she would do is she would freeze it and put aluminum foil around it, which think about like the consistency of the dough, and yeah. then with aluminum foil, it was really a pain in the ass to get it off. Didn't care. I I would it would look like a train wreck afterwards until I was smart enough to finally grab just like a regular knife and just be you know, like lop off part of it. Did you deny it? Oh, of course. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, yeah. right, clearly there's fingered like holes in this right. thing. Right. <laughs> right. I got a fingerprint kit and that is your. Nope. Wasn't. No. 100%. I must have been passed out and someone else made me do it. Yeah, exactly. That was like when I was a kid and uh, my mom found like 15 American cheese cellophane wrappers like stuffed into the couch. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I cleaned the couch yesterday. I was like, those aren't mine. <laughs> I don't know. It was like when uh, the people on cops when they get pulled over. Yes. Like, oh, that's that's my uncle's weed. That's yep. not my weed. Yeah. That, no, I didn't have 15 slices of cheese. That wasn't me. But yes. So the CDC can kiss our collective ass yes, about that. That's our, that is the official I'm Fat podcast statement on the CDC's ruling. Fake yes. news. So let's get to your ask fat questions before JS catch a train. Yeah. And I have to go to IMS. This is from a friend and hopefully the guy future in the future covering a Bryce Harper on the White Sox, Josh Nelson. I know it's your favorite topic, Jay. So many fast food places are delivering. Which one do you think would hold up the best from restaurant to your house? See, that's the problem. And that's a great question. Yeah, and I believe that uh, Chipotle is among them. And I would think if you got a burrito, a burrito is going to, like, it actually might get better with time because all the things start to mix together. Like, the cheese begins to melt. The salsa can kind of seep into the whole thing. So I think, like, maybe not just specifically Chipotle, but I would think specifically a burrito would be the best traveling, non-traditional delivery item. Like, pizza obviously travels pretty well. Yeah. But, like, I'm trying to think. Like, I've had Taco Bell. Like, if you ever someone, like, bring you Taco Bell? Yeah. There's already, like, a 40% reduction in quality. 
It's true. Because it gets like steamy and soggy. And if there's bread involved, really, of my, of right. anything other than like, it's just going to sop up any sort of sweat. Right. Or and, and it just, yeah, it ruins the integrity. If, of it, it. if that's something that's steam, like a hot dog can travel because it's steamed for the sure. most part. Right. Like a Portillo's hot dog. Right. Is steamed anyway. I would say something like like Popeye's would travel. Tra- well. that would, and I it, think like a beef sandwich would travel well. Yeah, depending on how you get it. Like for me, I'm more of a I will order it either dry or like just a little, just a little bit of juice, or I'll ask for it on the side so I can add as I want because I like having some sort of, you know, integrity to the bun. So maybe not as much for me, but for people that don't really care about the integrity of the bun, go for it. See that I'm also I probably have discussed this before, but like not a big food on my hands person. Yep. But um, I will make that exception for a beef sandwich. I go to, when I go to Bona, they have it. It's so like baptized is where they put the whole thing in the gravy. Right. They have dipped where they dip the corners mm-hmm. and that's makes your first and last bite juicy, but it's, you can still handle the sandwich. That's yeah. how I like it. Okay. Next question. We'll skip down to this one. Cause I guess it comes from a VIP of the podcast. No, it's uh, it's from your wife. Hope. Yeah. <laughs> what is your ideal app? combo platter. Oh, see now this is a this is a question because we went to Chicago Dough in okay. uh this weekend. Is that Chicago Heights? I think it's Chicago Heights on Sock Trail there. And we ordered the appetizer platter which is cheese sticks, fried ravioli, okay. onion rings, fried zucchini, cheese curds, and french fries. That's pretty close. That's pretty good. That's pretty darn I, good. There might be fried mushrooms on there. I pass well, on those. Well, get the mushrooms out of here. Get the zucchini out of here. All right, so how if we're going to have an idea, I guess you'd say like your power ranking of four okay. fried apps. Or we could have a Les's Mount Rushmore of five, something like that. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. You know? Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to go four. Okay. I'm going cheese sticks for sure. Yeah. Toasted ravioli or fried ravioli are outstanding. Mm-hmm. Give me boneless wings. Yeah. And, you know, what? I want to say onion rings, but they're so inconsistent. Yeah. If I'm you- a fan of, of, of fried zucchini. It can, okay. There's a little bit of a different kind of taste to it, and yeah. I know it's a vegetable, which we usually frown upon. But it does have like a nice sort of—I uh, don't even know how to describe the flavor, but it's good. It's a—it's di- a change up a little bit. Yeah. So I, w- I would say fried zucchini, if not cheese curds, would be a four B. Okay. See, I think. Do I go cheese curd over Mott's stick? I think I go cheese curd. Mm. I think there's more consistency in the curd. Okay. So I—I I like the cheese curd, and these are no particular order. Cheese curd. Gotta have, yeah, I'm an onion ring person. There there can be inconsistent, but I do like onion rings. Boneless wings, agreed. And I'm going to go with the mac and cheese bite. Okay. I hey. It's hard to mess those up, and they're cheese and noodle. Yeah. And dough. Yeah. So it's really hard that's to screw that up. Terrific. I mean, that's, that's an amazing thing. There's probably, I mean, if I knew there was consistency and it was more widely offered in, as everybody who's listens to the podcast knows, my beloved beer nuggets. God, I love those. They're incredible. But I don't know any other place that makes them like them. That's why I left it off the list because okay. it really is just a one-off. Fair enough. Okay. From uh, one of my buddies, Dave Schulz. Most missed fad fast food item that's no longer on the menu. Uh, wow, interesting. Oh, I have it, but I think it's back at the current moment. I th- do we have the same one? The rolled chicken tacos from Taco Bell. No, that's not mine. No, those are really good. Yes, um, they come with cheese dip or ranch or marinara. Maybe it's salsa. It's probably salsa. 
But I, I got to get the nacho cheese dip. I love the rolled chicken taco. By the way, Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. like 10 years ago, used to sell rolled chicken tacos in the same style. Like the crispy, almost like a big taquito. Yeah. And they discontinued them, and they haven't been back. They were my favorite. Okay. Um, But the the... The Taco Bell ones, they're actually featuring them now. They're like, you know, maybe once a year mm-hmm. they come around and they're really good. I think mine, I'm factoring in price too, just because they're so damn cheap. Yeah. The Junior Frito Chili Cheese Wrap from Sonic. Oh, see, I'm not a big fan of Sonic's see, food. See, I'm not much either, but I like the drinks and the Junior Frito Chili Cheese Wrap is exactly what you would think. It is chili. Yes. Fritos. Okay. Two for two. And tortilla. Three for three. That's all it is. And it's a dollar. So it's like a taco with Fritos and chili. Yeah, it's like a soft shell taco with Fritos and chili. In. When I got them and wanted them, like, wanted it as my meal, like just those, I got four. And it's four bucks. Okay. And then you get a drink. I am dangerously close to a Sonic, so I'm going to try that. You should. They're back because, like, they have a bunch of. Yeah, they're back now. I hadn't seen them in a couple of years. So the fact that they're back now is a big deal. Chili stuff is typically seasonal. By the way, remember McDonald's had a brat for a while? Yeah. That was really good. Was it? Yep. I saw it and I was like, I'm not even going to touch that. There's no way. Speaking of McDonald's, I have a question here from uh, my buddy Jason Holes. He says, Where do you land on the McRib? It's fine. Yeah, I I used to like it more. I feel like it, maybe they changed the recipe. It doesn't feel like it's as good as it used to be. Yeah, or maybe I've just realized that it's like three percent meat. There's that. <laughs> you know, you know who's maybe the biggest fan I know of it is uh, our old friend Matt Abaticola. Yes, huge proponent of the McRib. Shout out to Matt Abaticola. I haven't talked to him. I, I got one more. If we can okay. just do it real yeah, quick. Yeah, do it. I, I my buddy Dan Fox is a huge score listener and listens to this podcast all the time. I take issue with this question because just inherently bagels are not fat people food. Agreed. But he says when it comes to bagels, do you butter your bagel before applying cream cheese or do you just simply add cream cheese? Now, hashtag respect for doing both, which is what say. Dan does. Okay. Butter and cream cheese. See, I'm too lazy for that. I'm usually just cream cheese. Mm-hmm. But not a ton of it because I don't want the I don't want the cream cheese to overwhelm the yes. bagel. The bagel is good. Don't just glob on the cream cheese. Right. I don't want the cheese if the cream cheese is like a third the height of the bagel, we got a problem. Yeah, the cream cheese is a lubricant. Yes. The cream cheese should be just a little more than enough to cover the bagel. Right. That's it. The bagel is not a vehicle for cream cheese. Exactly. Cream cheese is to make a bagel more consumable. Yes. That's ex- yeah, that's exactly. I'm glad we're on the same page with that cuz that's one thing that bothers me. Yeah. Is like you order you order a bagel from somewhere where they do where they take care of the cream cheese themselves and they put on so much. Yeah, and it's and that's it goes back to the food on your hands and face thing which I hate. Chris Sturm asks, "What's your favorite Christmas cookie?" That's very simple. Uh, my favorites are also Santa's favorites. That's how they're branded. They're the uh, green box. Uh, it's a tree. It's a star. It's a bell. Mm-hmm. They got the little like and a wreath. Yeah, and they got the little the red and blue spring red and sprinkles. green sprinkles. Yeah, uh, they're made of anise. Uh, they used to be called jingles. I call them anus jingles. What was her name? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Santa's favorites are my favorite holiday cookies. My wife loves the bells and stars, okay. the archway bells and stars. Now those are the store bought cookies and. I have no problem with that. But, like, are we talking, like, holiday party, like, people make them? Because it's hard to categorize, like, what defines a Christmas cookie. Right. So, like, for me, I was thinking the, like, butter cookie that has the bit of raspberry in the middle. Yes. 
Those that, are good. I, I don't know what they're actually called, but those are incredible. And every yeah, I'm every a big cr- proponent of raspberry. Yeah. Oh, raspberry is great. And my, uh, every Christmas we make uh, they're I guess they're called peanut butter blossoms. I know yeah. you don't like peanut butter, but it's like a, a peanut butter cookie, and you thumbprint it, and you put a Hershey Kiss in the middle. That all, it really looks ignorant. No, they're great. And then the and if you get like the caramel filled. Hershey, the Hershey Kiss, that's great. And then we hope and I have done this too, where you get what's the pretzel brand? Snyder's yes. pretzels, the squares. They're tiny little bite-sized squares. Mm-hmm. Then you go get Rolos, unwrap Ooh. the Rolo, put them on top of the pretzel, and you bake it just for a while so they get stuck. Yeah, and that's a great like salty, sweet, caramely delight that's super easy to make. And then this is not a Christmas treat, but I discovered it at Christmas. Have you had the Oreo balls where it's like? Oh. Oh yes, they, you mash the bag of Oreos. Actually, you know what? Yeah. That's my one. You roll my the cream cheese, and it's um, yeah, it's my buddy Marty. Well, I, I gave out his name. Whatever, he doesn't care. He agrees. His uh, his ex wife's Oreo balls are amazing. His ex wife's Oreo balls is another <laughs> title. It's another sex. <laughs> dot dot dot. His his ex wife's Oreo balls. Dot dot dot. That's the name of the movie, Volume Six. Um, <laughs> those are and they're not hard to make. Like True. you don't even need to bake them. You just literally get like a meat tenderizer, hammer a bag of Oreos, put them in a bowl. I think it's one brick of cream cheese. Yeah, blend it. Mm-hmm. Roll them into balls with your hands, yeah, and, then and then you then melt them. Yeah, well, you chill them, and then you you got to melt the candy. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. The big blocks of candy, and you yes. just dip them. I'm telling you, Oreo balls are probably the best, easiest dessert you can have. Oh. And you can have, like, 70 of them. And one something that's a true Christmas thing, the white chocolate-covered Oreos. Oh, those oh. are phenomenal. Oh, my God. They're yeah. so good. My mom's always got those in the cabinet. Yeah, I... It's bad that I go to the store as much as I do because I'm not a big go once a week person. Yeah. I'm go a few times a week and, you know, get a little bit at a time. But like almost every time I end up with a box of those and they're really bad for you. Yeah. But I just don't care. See, I'm not a big um because when I'm grocery shopping, I'm usually doing it with the family. So it's not I'm not like a big um let's sneak stuff into the cart. I mm-hmm. am, however, if I go to the store by myself, you can count on me getting a candy bar. Okay. Like a Three Musketeers or a Crunch Bar or... By the way, how criminally underrated is a Crunch Bar? Yes. It's just so simple. The chocolate is so good. Yes. It's like got a great consistency. It's, it's like small. It's not like a huge investment. Hugh, investment um i love uh crunch bars and the, and, i think and the crunch, crunch bar musketeer are my favorite and the crunch bar element is what sets the hundred grand apart is yeah. having that over the top for sure i love that whatever that is Crun- what is it like rice krispies or whatever it is it's something like that yeah those are phenomenal so to to if you want to feel a little warmer this is from jim cooney what's your must-have tailgate menu item <sighs> I'm sort of, I'm going to unfat myself here. I'm kind of basic when it comes to tail. I mean, like, like there's some people that love to, like, come up with a really over-the-top, like, my buddy Dan Hunt is is a, he tailgates every Notre Dame and every Bears game and comes up with, like, gourmet cuisine, and it's okay. awesome. Yeah. But, like, that's not like, your traditional. No. But I, I just want a well-done hot dog. That's how I am, too. I, like, a grilled hot dog is phenomenal. Yes. Like, I don't need a lot. I can eat i can still like talk to people and have that i can have a bunch of them mm-hmm. um i i love a grilled hot dog like some people like they'll smoke ribs or they'll, i'm not a big brat guy you, you and i talk yeah. about consistency a lot a good brat is great yes but i would say like seven of ten brats i have i'm like meh about them and they're not worth the work they're kind of hard Dennis to prepare of those 
something of test. Yeah, I don't know about that number. But yeah, I just uh, to me, just give me a simple like grilled hot dog with, with whatever toppings you want. I'm very, very easy. This one's from Ryan Sudall. So favorite deep fried food that isn't traditionally deep fried. I got to think about that. Yeah, because my my family's not creative in the slightest. Yeah. I mean, see, the thing is, deep frying has become more of a thing in terms of broadening its horizons. So like the zucchini, that's I don't even know if that's considered non-traditional anymore. Mac and cheese, same way. Right. I got to think about this one. I've had it. Do we need to table this? I think we should table this one maybe until the next podcast. I got to do some research. Yes. Because I know there's stuff I've had and I'm just not thinking of it. How about deep fried air, the funnel cake? <laughs> Actually, yeah, right? <laughs> Does that count? Um, God, let me, I mean, I've had fried ice cream, which is not really what they say it is. Right. I've had a fried Snickers and that was like, this is, here this is. It's like gluttony for the sake of it. Um, yeah. Oh, I had a deep fried Twinkie. That was fantastic. Okay. But I'll, yeah, let's table this and, and get back to it. I still haven't had the deep fried Oreos. It's uh, fine. I've heard. Yeah, okay. It doesn't let like it, the texture doesn't lend itself no. to that. How are you on time? You got time? One or two more? I got two more. Two more. All right. Let's go with Kevin Peterson. Best Christmas promo food packs for use as a Christmas gift. So these well, are things like like Portillos or Omaha steaks or things like that. See, we live in Chicago, so it's like it's here. Yeah. So I don't need to send anybody. I would say, though, like if I lived out of town, mm-hmm. like if I, for whatever reason, I had to move out of town, like what would I be excited about someone sending me? And I think the answer would be Portillo's. Yes. Like sending me like. And it doesn't quite fit the, the like the pizza isn't quite a right. Christmassy thing. That's an any time the rest of the year. Thing. There, There is the famous steak company that's a big advertiser on the score. I'm not going to say their name um, because I'm going to be slightly critical. Th- those are great deals. But like. They just inundate you with email after you order. Yeah, they do. I was like, please stop. It was like every, not, it wasn't every half hour, but it was probably like every three hours. Mm-hmm. An email would come like, enough. I bet if it was from a city in Kansas, they wouldn't do it that way. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Hey. You lay off Milwaukee Steak Place. Joint? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Trying to so cover So last one. Actually, speaking of, last one. This is clearly from a normie, Justin Wadsworth. As you get fatter, does wiping become more difficult? I'll tell you. What, what I've not gotten he, that he, big yet where I've had a problem doing that. What does he think happens? Does he think like the toilet paper just magically rolls down your rolls and gets there? Well, I think it's just like, unless you're like really, really big or you have some sort of medical condition. Right. It shouldn't become too big of a challenge. I will say it's become a challenge at work because the toilet paper is trash. Yes. God, it's so awful. They cut costs on the toilet paper. It's like they're choosing to give us bald tires. I need to use nine times as much paper as I used before. Nine times. It's like, Rick, I'm going to the bathroom. I'll see you in three hours. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, Yeah, I don't think so. My weight has fluctuated. My heaviest was in college for sure, and I did not have a problem then. By the way, I'm under 240 for the first time since high school. I should be proud of you. I know. But I know. You know that I'm not doing anything to make it happen. It's just medication. Medication's making me lose weight. That's awesome. Yeah. Be careful though. I don't can we have a normie host this show? (laughs) I will I promise you. I cannot see a scenario where I'll ever be under like two twenty. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to live this. I'm I'm at I'm easily at my heaviest I've ever been now. So I've I've probably almost got you by a bill at this point. Come on. I, I you say that and I, I don't believe it. And I'm, I'm not. Seri- I'm not me. saying that to I, like. Look I it. sent you the picture a while ago and it was in the three low three thirty something like that. How tall are you though? Six two. Six one. Six I think. one. 
I don't know. You you hide it well. I'll tell you that. Equal, evenly distributed. It's probably partially the uh, long torso thing, like you say. Yeah. But anyway, Jay's got to catch a train. Bye. Gotta go. Oh, I have to go sit in traffic for a couple hours. So this is the I'm Fat Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Five-star reviews do great for us. We need uh, more people to know about this podcast because we are not good at, at you know promoting it ourselves. We got to get better at that. So that's 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 the old thumb and the forefinger going out there. Yes, for I'm sure. I'm not good at it either. At Jay Zawoski six seventy at Rick Camp six seventy. Follow the podcast at I'm Fat Pod. I think this is it for uh, for twenty eighteen for us. Yeah, I'm off work for the rest of the year. Yeah, you until, got a crap ton uh, of time off. I'm off, Monday is my last day. Nice. Uh, I've got through, I think Christmas Eve is my last day. Something like that. Well, enjoy holding it down while I'm gone. Yeah, that'll be. That is the final name. Fun. For our tape. (laughs) All right. He's Jay. I'm Rick. And this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. (laughs) Me, 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 but also you. (laughs) The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. From earaches to strep tests, there's Minute Clinic at CVS. See a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials. Or see us online with telehealth options. That's healthier made easier. Visit Minute Clinic at CVS today. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details.